Good afternoon, friends. This is your Technology Information Channel. This is George speaking. And for my geek friends who know me as PC Caremont. Today, this is Thursday, the 4th of August, 2022, at uh, 16.05 hours. Today, we want to talk about keeping your computer systems healthy. Okay, keeping your computer systems healthy. Basically, friends, maintaining your computer systems and devices is important because it, it'll help them run smoother and it'll also save you money when they start to slow down and get sluggish and etc. So a few, a few handy tips today for you. So there is things you can do, friends, to keep your computer healthy. Hygiene, believe it or not, is what is important. Most of us have it under control for ourselves, but for a lot of our technology, it's a bit messier under the hood. So just like keeping your house friends clean or brushing your teeth and addressing problems before they can start, a little prevention of common computer problems can basically save you hours and dollars down the road somewhere along the road. And as with any intimidating situation, even a little knowledge and preparation can be vastly empowered. For competitive machines like our cars, computers and gadgets, friends, it's easy to be overwhelmed. It's not that we are being walked off from the knowledge at all. They are machines. We should know how to work with them and the information is really available. But it can sometimes feel like an absolute of house in there. Change one thing over here and suddenly it goes haywire in a completely different area. So friends, we tend to just struggle and keep going even though our tech could work better than it does. If you think about how much of your daily life is spent working with or or diverting benefits from your desktop or laptop, computer or computers that can be scary all on its own. It's a catch-22 in a way. We don't want to mess with our computers because we don't want to cause problems. So we treat the, the, the back end like a room we never go into. Which causes problems not everybody can be a DIY mastermind. I'm certainly not one, but with a few simple routines and tips you can keep your computers working as clean as a whistle. Without even feeling like you've crossed the line or permanently ruined everything. It's also important to keep your system cool, okay? Most of us understand that computers need to stay cool, but the conventional of a laptop and the reliability of a desktop makes it easy to forget to keep this idea in play. Friends, the desktop lives in its own special place where that may be and we've got to go in, go to it when we need to do something. It's easy to forget all environmental issues that could go on inside. First of all, you want to ensure there's plenty of airflow around the side of a computer, especially the back on a desktop and often the bottom and sides for a laptop. While it is easy to clutter your desktop or work area, it's also important to remember, friends, uh, your tower lives under your desk or a special, uh, a special room because the hot air in those situations can build up and recycle itself. Getting hotter and hotter inside Keep the cabinet door open, for example, or take off the back panel to ensure 
proper flow. These are a few simple tips, friends, that will save you some money. You might have heard that taking off your case of your computer is a good idea in case of overheating. That's actually incorrect because the case around your computer guts is there to protect it from dirt and fuzz, which is one of the most important, or sorry, one of the most common causes of overheating. Dust, pet hair, and etc., and all the rest of the daily grime are the biggest causes of PC temperature issues because they interfere with the fans, mainly to cool your equipment down. Even if you crack a case open and look at the fans inside, you won't have forgotten a grubby inside. Case is closed. So basically, what he's saying is your fans on a desktop computer, same as a laptop, because they're, they're sucking air in all the time to keep it cool, they can also suck in dust particles and clog up, which causes your processor basically to overheat and your computer starts to become unstable. So the most helpful way to, ver- to protect it here is by cleaning or replacing the fans. They keep everything working, while expensive solutions like water cleaning kits and phase change units, imagine a high-end deep freeze for your, for your machine aren't necessary for the average computer. You can easily install extra fans for computers inside. The machines that are getting too excited for their own good. Chances are, whenever fans came pre-installed are not of the top line. He's talking sense unless you're buying a high quality machine. Anyway, if you're running into repeated issues on this, you might look into extra better fonts. As far as you can remember, friends, you can buy what they call exhaust fonts, where you basically clip them in and you can put them in inside your desktop computer. Also, you can buy what they call an air, a small air can where you can actually blow out the dust, but make sure it's turned off. These things are easy to spot, friends. They're going to be on the CPU. One inside the power supply and probably another in front of the side of the case itself. Just turn the computer off, take it outside and clear those fans out. But some can do before deciding whether to upgrade. It's going to be nasty, but it's also pretty satisfying once you've got things done and cleaned up again. Another problem is powering UPSs. Electrical outlets seem like a pretty simple position. You plug in your stuff into them and they work. Even when you travel to other countries with a little help. But but what we're not seeing our computers deal with is little blips and interruptions coming out over the grid all the time. Your average computer sold in the United States is meant to work off 120 volts AC or uh, or 60 HC. But often that's not exactly what it's getting. Even if you never see the fact of those slip-ups and surges, the spikes and, and sags and the tiny little brown outlets, the millisecond bump into occasions your computer is spinning now. The installation for electric and electronic engineers tells us that the typical AC outlet in North America gets a surge more than 600 volts. That's five times what the computer wants and twice as much as what dangers to the equipment. About 13 times daily and one more than 3,000 volts. 10 times the recommended amount, about three times a week. In fact, it estimated that 47% friends of computer problems can be traced back eventually to the so-called dirty power source, super user. 
An uninterrupted power source or EPS is designed to keep the power coming steadily and constantly even in the fact sorry, even in the face of a total power outage by using a battery or a system to filter the electric power. Essentially it means your computer is always running off the UPS battery, which the UPS is always recharging. That means there's no switchover time like you imagine with a generator or a backup. If you're convinced, just remember to keep your UPS grounded. Replace the battery every three years. You can get replacements when you buy the unit for convenience sake and don't plug your printer or any other external devices into it. And it is often recommended it's probably a good idea to let the battery completely die at least a few times a year and recharge it from the baseline. Another important thing friends is routine software attacks. There are three utilities you should get to know and even that's as far as you want to go with the man behind the curtain. Defragmentation, disk checks on antivirus programs. Most of the free antivirus software we'll be looking at comes bundled with an analog of two or other, as well as a version of a very helpful task scheduler. we talk about it later. So we're well focused there, but here are some definitions from the layman. What these terms refer to the wilderness of digital energy inside your computer, your computer's memory drives, which are naturally a lot less tidy than you'd need expect. Defrag, friends, is defragmentation. Whenever you change or move or copy or delete a file, your computer usually does the minimum work necessarily to give you the desired results. That means bits and pieces of files are left around in the empty spaces. Not useful, but also not gone. Meaning your free space isn't technically free. A defrag utility will go hunting through the wilds of your free space collecting those random and shadows and getting rid of them for good. This frees up space your computer didn't even know it had, as well as spending, sorry, as well as speeding up the machine by pushing all the data, and that still matters into more compact area of the disk, so that your CPU doesn't have to hunt around for the various pieces of stuff. You still care about mixed in the trash. Okay, so there is a simple preferred things like cleaning and paranoid about leftover data, I just want to make everyday tasks easier and faster for your machine. You will have to clear out at least 15% of the space on your hard drive before it can work. So if your problem isn't an overfull memory, you need to delete some stuff before it can give it extra space. Now there is a simple command I've covered before in the CMD. Let me go to start and type in CMD and right clicking on what's minister you can type this command in called chkdsk check disk it's hand in hand with the defrag utility is this holdover for earlier dos days it's a brute force way of checking the disk for errors and it's kind of a thing you don't think about until about five minutes too late friends if you don't use a sacker of the disk or it's been left to the shadows above you might never know it's trouble until the computer tries to save something from there. That's why defrag usually includes or, or requires check disk before it starts shorting through the leftovers. Just remember that a disk check requires exclusive access to the volume, that's the hard drive, before it starts. You, so you might have to go and play on your phone or tablet for a while. 
Another factor that the expert say is not diverse. Of course we all get into trouble, eventually if not doing anything particularly shallow or unquestionable. Viruses get in, that's why they are made. You need a solid watchdog program, but you also want something you can use to for analyzing if you're feeling suspicious or nervous about the way or something is acting. We judge antivirus software by three things and how much middleware and viruses can a program can detect. How good it is at getting them out there without a trace or a second issue, and how much money and power they take up. There are some great free program friends on the market that excel in all these three areas. The most popular ones are self-updating, meaning they're always learning new red flags and ways of locating and immunizing against threats. They, they include utilities like those listed above, so you can clean the house from one location. It is very satisfying sometimes. And they include task scheduler that can make all of these things happen while you're asleep. Another important thing, friends, a lot of people forget is backup. One easy way to remember your backup system, which is to say to remember actually use it, is to remember that the word backup days come just before April Fool's Day, and that's no mistake. A lot of us friends are moving into the cloud these days, keeping our information and media online, accessing all our streaming at will. But if your needs are different, you have a lot lost a lot of data or media you want to keep to, to yourself. Protect or otherwise maintain access regardless of equipment failure. You should listen to your IT guy and back up that stuff. Listen to me guys. And that's not to be big headed. That's why I'm doing these podcasts. You also should have a backup system for all the important files you keep in the cloud. While external hard drives have become easy to come by, there are plenty of services that provide storage free for a price. You can synchronize your data easily and seamlessly so you never have to worry about another crash or disaster. A lot of people have failed for it, you know, and a lot of people have suffered. And of course, common sense is a prevention, friends. And then it comes to the lecture you've been through all the nooks and crannies. You've blown out your phones and backed up your hard drives. You've cleaned your registry and defragmented and even set timers for all this stuff in case it turns out to be less fun or memorable. Then I have made it seem, imagine your computer upkeeps utilities as a digital Mary Poppins, cleaning up the whole place with an electrical snap of her fingers. But none of this is going to help you if you walk right into the same old digital traps, hygiene and prevention, friends, care or find for mistakes. But that's only assuming you don't go looking for trouble. Music downloads, peer-to-peer sharing, middleware sites you didn't even mean to open. Email forward from your kindly aunt or well-disgusted Trojan horse emails. They all happen to the best of us, whether or not we know what we are doing. That's why we still need to take these threats seriously. There's no installable antivirus program available to protect you from yourself. That means being smart about torrent downloads, adult sites, file sharing programs, but also taking advantage of protections that are already built into your computer and other programs. Your browser has safety settings that have nothing to do with the content and everything to do with suspicious code. In fact, friends, some more progressing browsers will even throw up 
a git with before you reach some sites just to make sure it is trustworthy place to be. If you download a song or movie file friends and it tells you to download a new plugin or codex, go and get those things yourself instead of simply clicking yes. Stay away from crack sites and serial number generators or downloaders. All of those are potentially dangerous zones friends and most of them make sure that anybody using your computer is either aware of the dangers or that you put measures in place to keep it safe. A lot of us can be confined about our savvy ways and tech, but that doesn't extend to the other folks using your machine. In the end, knowledge really is power, friends. But just because you shouldn't be afraid of your computer doesn't mean you should be wary of jerks, patter, or a million of other things that could slow down your phone. There's also a lot of other things you can do to keep your computer systems healthy. If you're using a laptop, if you're using a laptop, okay, so if you're using a laptop, then you definitely want to be careful with your laptop. And what I mean about that is a lot of people have a habit of setting their laptops on their knees, okay? And what they're doing is they're blocking the small fans underneath it and that causes your laptop to overheat. And you're actually doing your you're actually doing yourself more harm than good. So there is many tips for, for maintaining a healthy computer. And you know, there's many ways you can give yourself help yourself from getting headaches from a slowing down or crashing. A few examples, friends, you could use hard to guess passwords. Okay, hard to guess passwords have yet and more characters, including a mix of numbers, lower cases, capital letters, and special characters. Making your password something that you will remember, but one that won't be associated with such your name or birthday. Consider using a sentence that you won't forget. These are a few examples. And of course, using a firewall. A firewall is the first step in keeping your computer hidden from intruders. Your computer firewall is automatically enabled by default. Use an anti-malware software to block and remove viruses and spyware from your computer. Friends, install and use a reliable anti-malware software. Check with the experts to install the best. Keep your anti-spyware programs up to date and scan your computer daily. In addition, do your best to avoid spyware by not clicking on the suspicious links or pop-ups. Always be suspicious friends of unexpected emails or attachments. Do not open email attachments you are not expecting. Even friends up there from someone you know. Viruses from your friend's computer can send themselves to you. And that applies to your mobile phones too. Regularly download security updates. Security updates and patches for your operating system and other software will keep your information hidden from hackers. Be sure, friends, to keep it up to date on the scan for viruses daily. Most important, friends, is understanding the risks associated with the file sharing programs. Programs to share music, movies, make your computer vulnerable and open to attack. Be sure to never give access to your computer through file sharing programs. Of course, packing up important computer files is also important. 
Turn off your computer when not in use. Turning off your computer, friends, is the safest thing to do when it's not in use. It prevents hackers from gaining entry to your computer, it keeps your computer from overheating, and it saves energy to boot. No matter, friends, how careful you are, if you're online at all, your computer, friends, can be risk for malware infections and hackers who can access your private data and damage your system hardware and software. The best prevention, friends, is to stay vigilant and be prepared to take the appropriate action should your computer become infected. Key definitions, friends, is hardware, spyware used by advertisements and marketers. Antivirus software is a software program, friends, that a set of software programs are designed to prevent, search for, detect and remove software viruses and other malicious software like worms, trojans, hardware or more. Another important is computer attacks. Any operating executed over the internet with intent to disrupt, deny, degrade or destroy information on a computer or computer network. Computer viruses, for those that don't know, is a software program designed to do damage to your computer system. For those that don't know, a file attachment is a file that piggybacks on an email message. A firewall, friends, is a piece of software or hardware that acts as a barrier between an individual computer or network on the internet to prevent unwanted outside access. <coughs> it's like a front door. We're going to get secure locks as to keep those evil people from coming into your home. The internet, for those that should know, is a global system of internet computer systems, a network of networks that links billions of computers on connected devices worldwide. Malware, for those that don't know, is short for malicious software. Any computer program designed to infiltrate or damage an infected computer. Computer viruses and spyware are the two most common types of malware. And of course, password. It's an unspaced sequence of characters used to determine that a computer user or use or user requesting access to your computer system is really that particular user. Spyware is a type of malicious software that installs itself on your computer and sends information about the way you use your computer to a third party. Source is the internet and seniors and smart strategy for successful living. Short podcast on how to maintain your computer system. Okay, so without going on, how to keep your computer healthy at best. Okay, so for those that are interested, a few simple tips. Okay, now some laptops you may have to get it the back tag on them, but to get at the inner fonts. If you keep the fans as clear on it and put the, the air thing in it and turn it off and give it a wee blow out, it will help, okay? So these are some examples on how to keep your computer systems or devices up to date. Mobile phones is the same. If you download attachments and stuff, you can impact their Android or Apple phone. MacBooks are the same, friends today, even tablets, okay? So these simple tips for those that genuine don't know could save you a few pounds. Any questions, please feel free, or if there's any particular issue that you're having with your technology, whether it's a gadget, whether it's a smart TV, whether it's a MacBook, 
a laptop, mobile phone, feel free to put in your question on Spotify or the other podcasts, and I'm quite happy to get you the best information and point you in the best direction. Basically, what that will do is it'll actually save you money in the long run. Don't forget, friends, I learned the hard way, and you can learn the easy way. Okay? So, I had to study what a virus was nearly this. Okay? I had to study the hardware. I had to understand cybersecurity. I had to understand how things work and operate. And how to upgrade and how to be able to do a lot of exciting things on technology to make me a bit more safer and to trace malicious hackers and stuff down and how to stop them and remove them. You can also do the same. By listening to podcasts of something similar to me own. And it'll actually you gain that wee bit more knowledge. Unfortunately, to learn this in computer courses, it would take quite a long time because most of us know there's different stages in computer courses. Some is web design, some may Photoshop, some may be about hardware, some may be about networking, some may be about PowerPoint and word processor. But to learn what we have learned over the years, you need to study it a wee bit more. And it is very enjoyable and impressive. Thank you very much for listening to this short podcast and I hope to have one in the next two weeks. So what I'm going to do for my listeners, that, because I don't want them to get confused when PC Caremont's going to be going on, or George, or the Technology Information Show, I will be doing one podcast every two weeks. So the next podcast will be in two weeks' time from this one. I'd like to say thank you to the three or four people or more that's following me and listening. I hope you get something out of it. There may come a time that some of the podcasts may be a bit boring because you may be a wee bit more advanced. But remember, there's not everybody knows how to even use a computer. Even, believe it or not, some people that set up high up in governments. We all read about their emails being hacked and this and that because they don't have a clue. Or they haven't shown how to attack themselves. Some may depend on a system that's set up. Unfortunately, systems do have weaknesses. Okay, so as an individual, you can actually take control of your device. If you happen to go to a site and you're suspicious, and you don't know what to look for, it's very simple to do a bit of research and try and understand what is a suspicious email. How can you how can you trace an email to its internet protocol location? without you open it by reading email headers and etc. Okay? So we could dive in very, very deep, but I reckon I would lose a lot of listeners. So this, these podcasts are actually coming from Northern Ireland. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we can build up more followers as the time moves on. Through time we will start going into more harder technical stuff in the near future. There is a lot of new malware out, we'll be covering in the near future. And there's also a lot of different countries in the world are using different cyber tools for the disturb networks to send a message and etc. Okay, so remember friends, also governments use a lot of spy tools. Sometimes they come in apps and they are well hidden that we don't see them. 
Uh, Finn Fisher, I covered in a few podcasts before. So you have to sort of keep your eyes on the ball. And by listening to different technical podcasts, this is how you learn more. We all have different levels of knowledge. Okay, thank you very much for listening in. And uh, keep safe. Browsing. Feel free to go through all the different podcasts as I've covered. And there should be something there. Maybe that you'll pick up a wee bit more information. And hopefully that some smart person is sitting today that knows a bit more, even than me, is happy to share their knowledge with us. And thank you very much, and it is well appreciated. Have a nice day, and keep safe. Thank you.